0: people welcome once again to the party of one podcast the actual play rpg podcast where the gaming table is always set for two i'm your host as always jeff stormer and this week on the show i am joined by diana gata for a game of things eldritch and terrifying Things Eldritch and Terrifying is a game about eldritch terrors and temptation. It places an emphasis on extra planar entities trying to use an alien skill set to interact with a human in an appealing manner. It is meant to be a horror game first and intended to let you explore the intersection between the terrifying and the seductive. This game is cool as hell. I have wanted to play this game on the show for so so long. I'm so happy that we finally got the opportunity. I love the way that it sets up these weird, otherworldly scenes of temptation and creates that feeling of, oh God, this is horrifying, and oh God, am I going to embrace a part of myself that I am afraid of? It is sick. It is cool. I really think that you should go check out the game. I cannot wait for you to listen to the game that we played. This game rips. You can find more information in the show notes or at harpedora.itch.io. Diana, a.k.a. Super Dylan, is one of my favorite people on the internet. Uh, She is one of the hosts of Femsplained, a podcast in which two queer nerds share their experience in nerd culture to stay connected from across the country. He is also a player on The Atomless, a Starfinder homebrew adventure available as a VOD actual play or as a podcast. If you enjoy the kind of play that we do on Party of One, I think you'll really enjoy The Atomless. You should check it out. You can find links to everything they're working on in the show notes and hear more about it on the episode itself. And now, with all that said, let's go ahead and throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, me. This week, I am so, so excited. I could not be more excited. I am sitting down with my good friend, Diana Gata. Diana, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Hi, thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. I am thrilled. I could not- I'm over the moon. This is going to be wonderful. I've been reading the game that we're going to be playing. I've been looking forward to this recording. Uh, So thank you for joining us, Ben. Before we dive into our game today, why don't you take a moment and let our lovely listeners at home know about anything you've got going on that you might want them to know about?
1: Yes, I do have things that I want you to know about, dear listeners. Uh, I am Super Dylan everywhere on the internet. You can find me there where I scream and scream. Uh, But if you want to watch some of the tabletop stuff that I do or related, you should really be watching and or listening to The Atomless, which is a Starfinder podcast. GM by Matthew uh, Eckberg or Captain Crail, uh and is an absolutely like wonderful heartwarming show about space and found family and uh being lost in the universe and I really really would love you to check it out it's on the Welcome in and it's also a heavily edited podcast wherever your podcasts are. Um and I am one half of the Femsplained podcast, a queer feminist perspective on nerd culture and also just a place where me and my best friend get to talk about the stuff we like without being interrupted, quizzed or um, you know, or questioned. So that is that is my stuff.
0: There it, I, I I I cannot express <laughs> enough how important and wonderful it is to just have a dedicated space to sit down with your best friend and be excited about stuff for an hour. Yeah, it's great. Like having run having have also with having also had that exact uh podcast uh description for uh for 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 years now like being <laughs> able to just be like, yeah, I sit down and talk to my best friend for an hour and like it it's magical. It is a it truly is magical. magical thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. I agree.
0: <sighs> So, I let's get into the game this week, because I'm very, very excited. Let's Uh, do it. So, we are playing Things Eldritch and Terrifying. Mm -hmm. It is a game about eldritch abominations courting normal human beings. Uh, We are going to be playing uh, some weird horror today. I could not be more excited. Uh, The premise, as is written in the book, there exist many terrible creatures beyond our mortal ken, which prowl the universe looking for new things to conquer, to own, to devour. They lurk beyond the edges of our plane, but that doesn't mean they don't see us. They covet our world, they want to take it as theirs, but there it is a locked door between their plane of existence and ours. The way to overcome this is simple. Convince someone on the other side to open the door and let them in. This is a game about eldritch terrors and temptation. It places an emphasis on extra-planar entities trying to use an alien skill set to interact with a human in an appealing manner. It is meant to be a horror game, it is meant to let us explore the intersection between the terrifying and the seductive. It's a hell of a pitch. I could not yeah, be Yeah, I, I know I'm, that's I'm such a great
1: pitch. I'm so excited. <laughs>
0: Um, so a little bit just before, just before we get into the, the crux of it, we, we covered some safety stuff before we dived in. I always just like pointing that out for the listener. Uh, we've got our lines and veils established. We've got the X card on the table in case we want to use it. Mm-hmm. We've also got a few other, uh, verbal cues we can rely on. Uh, we can say break if we want to not, uh, in the scene hard, but pivot into something else. We've got a few other verbal things that we can rely on. And also, we have open conversation. We are approaching this game in good faith. Uh, things are going to get weird and scary and I like setting those setting those uh, uh, ex- as explicit as possible at the very top of things. So with that, we should go ahead and get started. Uh Let's the first do thing it. that we need to decide on is what our setting is. Do we want is do you have a setting in mind? Like what's what's in your mind's eye? Is there a particular time period, genre, vibe, like what are you feeling?
1: Yes, I'm thinking I mean when I think horror, the things that 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 introduced me to horror. I'm thinking 1980s high school.
0: Uh, Sick. You I'm, know. <laughs> I, I love the specificity. I'm so happy that you came, that you came, <laughs> you came, you came ready to, ready to swing and I could yeah. not be happier.
1: <laughs> yeah. I really, I, I, that's just what I feel and what I see in my mind. Um. So yeah, yeah. 1980s. Uh, and, and I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a high school student in the, in I love that it.
0: Scene. Uh, so there are three kinds of terrors that that can that can that can terrorize you. Uh, there are three kinds of entities that claw at the boundaries of our world. There are abstract terrors that are ever shifting and formless and nameless, less beings and more concepts. There are animalistic terrors, creatures with too many limbs, too many eyes, too many teeth, and there are humanoid terrors uh, with too wide grins, too thin frames, too dark eyes. As I as I think about the terror, as I think about the terror, especially thinking about that theme, I really want to go with a mix of abstract and humanoid.
1: Ooh, I, okay.
0: I, I love a good if I'm thinking about 80s horror and I'm thinking about like really iconic things, I love that mm. there's just something scary about a guy in a suit.
1: Yeah. Like, the guy
0: in the weird – a guy in a weird outfit. Like, there's just something – in that 80s environment, there's just something weird about it. Yeah, he's always got a briefcase. Always a briefcase. Like, just like – like, there's that that real – just any kind of, you know, your Freddy's, Jason's, leather faces. Just, like, a scary – a scary man is just a cool horror thing. And then just the idea of – I've really been thinking a lot about just, like, abstract horror things and just – stuff being wrong
1: yes. is so like
0: inherently scary to me that I really want to lean into that as well.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Just things that are 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 could almost be right, but the more you look at them are increasingly wrong.
0: Yeah. So I am going to choose 3 so we have a list of ad- of adjectives to define our horror or our terror oh, yeah. and I'm going to say I was going – the game suggests that I choose three of them, but I kind of want us both to pick two of them from the lists to just kind of – just to really, like, cre- collectively create this thing that is that is going to be, like, lurking around the oh, shadows. Oh, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the see first, the list here.
0: The first thing that I want to pull off of this is, immediately, I love I love incomprehensible,
1: mm-hmm. or – I'm, I'm going to go
0: impossible, because I just – I like I said, that sense that just something – it, when when this when this horror is present like things just are wrong is the is the is the coolest thing in my head
1: yes i love that um so you said a mix of abstract and what was the second
0: and hu- humanoid and
1: humanoid okay um so what i'm i'm thinking is uh impossible i like i like alluring cuz i think that that means in the concept of horror, not necessarily something that you're uh, you find beautiful or attractive, but something that you can't look away from.
0: Yeah, the idea oh, that really, you just
1: can't t- tear your
0: eyes from this being. I yeah, that's that's <laughs> uh, that it's that that it's it is the epitome of sitting in the theater and screaming, "Don't go in that door!" Like that yeah. sense of like, but they're uh, going, they're going. They're that they're door's going. opening. It's gonna happen. <laughs> I I think that the I'm looking at the humanoid list and the other thing that I want to pull out of that I'm gonna go imposing. I think that there's that that vibe that that very eighty mm. slasher vibe of yes. when when whatever this is like now I'm getting a real picture of I'm getting a real picture of of haunted house and then the monster comes out. Yes, and I get the sense that like when when whatever this is is present. It's big and it's scary, and it is, it is, it, there's a real oh shit quality to it.
1: Jason in the bushes when he isn't even doing, it, doing anything or moving at all, but you're, you feel like the paralyzing yeah. fear of just the fact that he's there. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I love it.
0: The, the real, that real, uh, Unstop. It's. I'm. I'm. I'm picturing more Jason and Michael Myers than Ghostface. Is how I will describe it in horror terms. In terms of like, Ghostface is just a dude that you just regularly kick the crap out of, and then Jason and Michael Myers, they like you can you can you can you know shoot them with a bazooka and they'll just keep walking at you. <laughs> Perfect. And what is the other word that you wanna that you wanna oh, put, drop one on more? here?
1: Okay. Uh. uh I want to say subtle. Okay. I think subtle works for this well, the mood that we've put together so far. I
0: like it. I like mm-hmm. it. I really like it. And so now uh we've got we have the we have this picture of this terror. Yeah. It's really coming into into shape. I'm going to I'm going to flesh a lot of it out later. I am going to choose a name and pronouns for my terror. I am going to go he his pronouns and I'm going to name this terror I like The Looming. The Looming is the cool. Looming, yeah. Just like a good – just a good ominous kind of name. It's I know so... that that's also a name – a term off the list, but I'm not using it in that – Just no. as a name, I think it's a cool name.
1: Also, like, to have an article in your name is so – is so, like – it is so inherently dehumanizing to be like you're not – you don't have, a, like, a, a name. You don't have a a – a, p- a proper noun you have an article and a descriptor and that uh-huh. is it you are you are absolutely yeah this thing
0: yeah oh, I love it's that. already it's already really coming together And like yeah now that i have a name like it's really coming together all of the pieces that we've put on it and it's really taking shape in a way that i'm like so excited about
1: it's absolutely coming together
0: so now that we've met our terror now that we've met the lumen or the looming we need to meet the human, the human who is the heart of the game. Um, you are going to choose three adjectives from the list uh, below. This is the list on page eight of the document. Yes. And use these to inform how you play your human. And then you're going to give them name and pronouns and share these with the terror.
1: Okay. Uh, I am going to choose skeptical.
0: I'm choosing Oh, three. that's just a good like what like a good Mm -hmm. horror protagonist quality to have
1: yeah skeptical forceful and and irritable i think Mm. i really just want her to be like annoyed by this whole inconvenience of this monster um love it i'm thinking i'm i'm of course like like pulling on uh film buffy the vampire slayer sure uh a, a little bit here uh in my name i think i want um i want her name to be jennifer uh and i think i think she they works for her
0: so what is what is jennifer's flaw or weakness what 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 is what is what what do you what do you see as as jennifer's weakness
1: i think that her weakness is going to be tied to her skepticism, mm. that she will will come up with excuses for what this terror could be or, or in anything in her life also. Um, Things are not possibly going this wrong is kind of a common theme for her to the point where she's not addressing – the the real dangers that are actually encroaching.
0: Ah, uh, this is this is good. This I'm so excited. Yeah. So now that we've got our terror and our human, uh, what's going to happen is we are going to play out five scenes. Uh, you will establish the scene by describing where you are and what you're doing, and then I will respond by using one of my terror moves. Um, this is going to be just be introducing something horrific, something weird and unnerving and unnatural into the scene. Um, then you are going to describe what happens next. We're going to bounce back and forth. Either party may end the scene. Uh, we may introduce incidental characters as needed. The scene is always an interaction between you, the human, and me, the terror. And once we, and once we, uh, and once we end the scene, we will decide how you as the human react to that.
1: Okay, got it.
0: So, Um, where, I guess, and and this is, this is, now that you've established where we are, I have an extremely important first question for my first scene. So, my very important question for you for our first scene, if we are in high school, if we are in the 80s, where are we in the school year?
1: Yeah, we're in the gymnasium. Uh, Color guard practice has just let out. Okay. Uh, And uh, Jennifer is taking off her her brightly colored wristbands. Um, The other girls are uh, leaving, getting changed. Um, But Jennifer's a little bit frustrated that she couldn't get that last toss. It's not landing right. So she's staying late and she's going to keep doing spins uh, while, while everyone else is funneling out to the last buses.
0: And you are, you are hearing these, uh, you're hearing everybody filter out, you can hear the buses outside, you are, you're doing your practices, and, you know, you're, we get a real, we get a real kind of montage of you, You, uh, you're getting closer and closer Mm -hmm. to really having, having the moves down perfect. Nailing it. And then, suddenly, you're alone. Like, like, and, and then suddenly... There is like a, like a clicking almost, like a, like a, that little tiny like tick, tick, tick noise, and all that hustle and bustle outside, like, you don't know if it's just that you've been practicing for a lot longer than you think. You don't know if everybody's just left. You don't, like, you can't, you don't know if it's just the stress, but suddenly it's just, it's pin drop silent outside, and then, You look around and, you know, the lights flicker in the gymnasium a little bit, and suddenly everything is slightly discolored. As though you – as though the dials got messed with on an old 80s TV. Like, the saturation in the gymnasium, the colors are just more saturated.
1: Freddy Krueger dream sequence. Yeah. When – yeah, when you don't realize that it's a dream uh But the film is just slightly sepiaed.
0: Yeah, Yeah. it's actually, and it's kind of almost—it's like almost the opposite of of that kind of sepia effect, where you know how when you turn the saturation on an image like all the way up, and it kind of starts to get that like crackle, the like the white starts to burn out, and it kind of starts to crackle in the middle, and like colors are just kind of burn it, like every color is just sort of like burning just a little bit, and you kind of start to see the you know like on a and on a, like on a tv you start to see the the green and the red bars on the old like light tube tvs you're seeing that around the gymnasium everything just kind of is starting to the colors are warping just a little bit and that line that that that, that door to the outside to the parking lot where the buses are you'd swear it was closer you'd swear that that this this gymnasium was it was the size of a gym before and now it feels like that door is a mile away. It just feels like the world is expanding around you and you are increasingly becoming the only person in it. What do you do?
1: I am gonna assume that I've just gotten a little like low blood sugary, so I'm gonna go to my locker, um and pull out a protein bar and like have a sit and start noshing. It's like,
0: and yeah. I think when you open your locker, what do you what do you have in your locker? Do you what's describe to me the inside of Jennifer's locker?
1: Okay, um, this is
0: very important for me to understand.
1: Yeah, there's a, a magazine clipping of James Dean, mm-hmm. um, with like hearts and stuff cut out and like pasted in the corners of the picture. Um, there are like. You know, little triangle shaped notes from my friends, you know, Becky and Kristen that have also been like taped into the corners of the locker. Um, there is a textbook that looks like it hasn't been pulled out all year. It's mm-hmm. gathering dust. Um, and a bunch of those pencils with the big fluffy, floofy, um, you know pink floofs on Got the tops it. of them
0: so you've seen this picture of James Dean a lot right this is mm-hmm. a, this is this is the picture on the inside of the locker yeah he never quite looked so terrified before like his face is different <gasps> and like it like you know he's got the instead of that cool that cool distant James Dean face like he has like the grimace of terror and his eyes are like darting directly over your shoulder
1: um i notice it as i do my routine and like go to like give a little kiss to my fingers and then tap mm-hmm. the picture oh, okay that's weird um okay not skipping lunch again i I can't do that anymore, and just keep
0: and I think that you you grab your protein bar try i I think that as you're finishing your routines, you're wrapping things up, everything kind of starts to settle back into normal, and it feels like maybe maybe this really was just like dehydration, low blood sugar you you wrap things up. As you, as you turn to exit, you, you walk back through the, you, you walk to the locker room, you gather your things, and for a second, for a split second, there is, you, you swear from where the eye line of James Dean would have led, in the mirror of the locker room, you swear you see, like, a humanoid shape, but then you blink, and it is entirely gone.
1: oh my God. Okay. Practicing on an empty stomach is bad. You know this. Why did you keep doing it? Just never again. And like pep talks her way out of the locker room, although not convinced that anything other than an empty stomach has occurred. She is walking fast, Uh, doing the thing that you do when you turn the lights out in your basement uh, and
0: (laughs) scurry up the stairs. So uh, I think that you, I think you, you drive away. um, You drive away. We, we see the car. We see, we see, do you, do you drive? What is your, what is your, how do you get home?
1: Yeah. Let's say that. Let's say that Jennifer has kind of well-off parents and she's like the only 17 year old with a, with a car.
0: Ah, oh, the 17-year-old yeah. with a car is a powerful position. It's a powerful position to be in, yeah. Um, So yeah, you drive away, you drive off, you drive home, and I think that's where we end the scene. Yeah. So, in ending the scene, uh, consider how you feel about what just happened, and you're going to either uh, award a token of favor or revulsion, whether you feel positively or negatively about what has unfolded.
1: Um... She feels revulsion. However, the revulsion is largely internalized. Uh, she's frustrated that she, um, did extra practicing on an empty stomach, even though she knows that it gives her weird feelings and apparently hallucinations now. Um, but yeah, she's, she's mostly, she's, she's at, at unease about the entire thing.
0: All right. So we're going to set aside a token of revulsion. Um, after a scene is done, you may optionally narrate a short reaction to what just happened, but I think we've already covered that. Um, so I think, ne- I think we segue right into our next scene. Mm-hmm. Let me look over my moves. But as I look over my moves, uh what is the what is the next scene uh as the human you set the scene and tell us what is the what is the the next thing that unfolds for Jennifer
1: The next thing that unfolds is let's say that this late practice occurred um on a on a Friday it, and in lieu of plans with her friends uh she has actually been asked to babysit tonight uh her parents are having one of their date nights They don't do this too often. It's not like they always make her stay home on Friday nights or anything like that. It is a little bit of an annoyance because she would definitely rather be out with her friends. However, she gets lots of brownie points whenever they do this. And then like next weekend, she'll absolutely be able to like go to Kirsten's house and do whatever without them checking in on her. So like, it's totally worth it. So she's got, um, she's got a record on. And I mean, basically at this point, her little brother like doesn't need much of Uh anything. Like he's just bopping around upstairs. And so it's not, it's ultimately, it's not that bad. I think right now she's like laying down on the couch, the records playing. She's got the phone like on, uh, talking to Becky and she's like twirling the phone cord in the other hand as they're just gabbing away. She's laying on the couch with her feet up like on the armrest uh, upside down and just and just really lounging, enjoying having the house almost to herself.
0: How do you react when the smoke alarm goes off? Oh, fudge.
1: Uh, and... Sorry, I gotta go. And she hangs up the phone, Um, goes to the smoke alarm and like starts like waving a, a baking tray. Uh-huh. Is there actually smoke?
0: There is like a tiny, like enough smoke that like a few waves of the baking tray. But like more specifically, like it, you can see sort of a trail of smoke. Like, like. It is, it is very specifically, I think in this room, it's not a lot of smoke and it's the kind of smoke where you can see kind of in a far corner of, let's say this is, this is probably the, I'm going to say this is the, this is the den. I think this is the den. Yeah. In the corner of the, like, you see, like, by probably one of the outlets, you can see, like, a little trail of smoke that is drifting up, and then the smoke is kind of gathering around the ceiling, and, like, that's probably what tripped it off. But it seems like it's just coming, like, there's just, like, a tiny trail of smoke coming from one little spot in the corner. So she,
1: like, waves the baking tray a few times, and and just to get it off the smoke alarm, um, and then notices the trail, Like, kind of places the baking tray down and follows it through to the living room. She yells upstairs, like, Jason, just, like, stay in your room. Don't come out. Um, And there's probably no response.
0: Because yeah, absolutely. Not. He's
1: got headphones on, and yeah, is we not.
0: we we cut back to Jason's room, and like <laughs> he has the headphones on. He's got the. We just see the flashing lights of the TV as he's got the controller in his hand. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah Jason's yeah. fine.
1: Yeah, Jason has no awareness of this. Uh, she puts the baking tray down. She like follows the trail, um, and is looking for some sort of source. There's gotta be a there's got to be something that's on fire here
0: you you make your way through the room and you immediately like the thing that you notice is the first thing that you notice is like the color decor i i i'm picturing woods wood panel like siding on the on the side of the of the wall in the dan very 1980s and like some of the panels of wood are different colors like right like 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 you look and like for a split second you look over and they're like red and green and yellow and blue in that uh very specific tv signal pattern and then you blink and it's back to being hardwood and then you keep moving you have to like move your entertainment center ever so slightly and you see it it is uh It is a uh, like a cigar burn, like like that little tiny like burning spot that's just kind of like crackling and and you're looking in it and it's just like gray and staticky on the inside. (sighs) Dad.
1: Liar. Uh, Like assuming that dad just like swears he quit. But of course being sneaky um and she'll gather like some wet uh paper towels and and dampen the the spot and
0: uh, and the yeah. second that you dampen the spot the second that you touch it it expands outward like the burn starts to to, to the the sort of burn hole starts to like expand outward and you can still you can now see more clearly that like this is there is not just like burning on the inside it is not burnt it's not ash there is physically like static like tv static on the inside looming uh, and it's like slowly spreading and as this is happening around you you hear laughter like you hear several people's laughter uh you hear laughter of teen like of teens your own age you hear like a like crowded laughter starting to like kind of initially filter through this like burn mark on the this burn mark on the on the wall, and then like slow, and then like you slowly start to hear that laughter sound drift behind you.
1: <sighs> Jason, turn it down. I can't think. Uh, Cut back and- to
0: Jason's room. No reaction.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. Fudge. I, at this point, I divert and just focus to like unplugging the TV on the entertainment center in the living room and just like moving it away from this, uh, growing disaster. Like, well, good luck explaining this to mom, dad. I don't understand
0: you unplug the tv and you you know you start spreading you the more you wipe it the faster this thing spreads and the faster the spread the the static kind of spreads through the room and then finally like you you keep wiping and eventually you wipe away some of the static and the the wall pattern is different it's not the same wall pattern that it was it's not the same texture the same color the same wallpaper it's just a different wall and then suddenly something bumps you from behind like you feel something you feel like uh like something like run in like bump into you like right into yeah. the into your back as you're kind of crouching down to wipe all this stuff away
1: what Jason what
0: it what is you know? uh it is it is Becky, it is your friend Becky. she has a red solo cup in her hand, uh and there are people, and the walls are different and this is a party. when did a party break out, oh I thought, I thought, hey, I I didn't realize you could, I thought you couldn't make it. I thought you had to, did you, did you get out of babysitting? No, I, is
1: this like a bit? I, we're, I, your, your party, the party's at
0: Kirsten's tonight. That's, yeah, we're at, okay, I'm, I don't want to be, I don't want to be the, the, the narc, but we're cutting Jennifer off. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no. No, I like haven't even had anything.
0: I okay, sure. All right. And like did anybody it's I guess I guess did somebody did, was it supposed to be a pajama party cuz like I think that's not the vibe that I got. All right, whatever. It's a cool it's a cool it's a cool statement look. I'm not judging. And she kind of like walks off and gives you like kind of that friendly eye-rolly glare over her shoulder as she kind of like walks off and you can stare down the kitchen and you still see your kitchen like around the corner like something it this is this is clearly Kristen's living room her den but this is but but your house is attached mhm and you can still hear the faintest bit of Jason's music upstairs and then as you survey this party and everybody seems to be having a great time standing with a camera, like with one of those old over-the-shoulder cameras. Yeah, it's just a big looming figure, like bathed in that same gray, that same gray background radiation static. A static. It's just somebody holding this, 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 this camera.
1: I look into the camera, and tried and true.
0: I take a deep breath,
1: and I clamp my eyes tight. As tight as can be, I just say, get it together, Jennifer. This is embarrassing. And then I open my eyes back up.
0: You are alone in your den. Everything is exactly as it was. The smoke alarm has never been going off. You look at the clock. It is the exact minute. Uh, it is the exact minute that you remember the smoke alarm going off the clock is that exact point. You can hear Becky on the phone like, Jennifer, Je- did you fall asleep? Uh, I'm gonna hang up. Yeah, ugh, oh, sorry.
1: Goodbye, um, I- I'm sorry I missed tonight, I- you go have fun, love you.
0: Love you. Okay. Get some sleep.
1: Um- and we'll just like get up check everything to see and seeing that it's still normal just be like
0: oh my god the one thing that you do see is a red solo cup like on like behind the entertainment center where you would originally moved things you see one laying on the ground <gasps> oh shit
1: i take it and i bury it in the trash like under like several things just on instinct <laughs> like <laughs> bury it under a couple of like old sausage packagings and stuff like that
0: just to make it squish down and I think that scene. Mhm. So how are you feeling favor or revulsion? Um
1: uh, favor. I think that I think that Jennifer absolutely assumes that she just has some serious fear of missing out some you know, some uh, combined with the fact that she overworked herself today, she's a little bit bitter that she didn't get to go to the party. It's an ugly side of her that she doesn't really like, um, and and she fully is is assigning this to to bad dreams uh-huh. and low caloric intake.
0: Which brings us to our next scene. Mm-hmm. What what school event is unfolding in our next scene?
1: Yes. Um I think this is going to be I mean what the color guard practice was for the day before. This is for um the homecoming game. Uh-huh. uh that's upcoming. Uh it is this weekend. Uh Sunday afternoon. Uh and I mean, they've been practicing so hard. They've got this whole uh routine. It's maybe the biggest one that Jennifer's been a part of. Um, and so I mean, who cares? Like the football team's also playing, but we're we're not really concerned with them. Uh but the the color guard performance beforehand is like a big deal for
0: her. And so practice is fully underway, right? Like this yeah. is this is this is this is drill season. This is this is this yeah. is boot camp. Mm-hmm. Um What is your role? What what's your role on the color guard? Like what are you what are you practicing as everyone else is doing their routines and their their standing their standing uh routines and their cheers? What are what is your what is your role? What like what what position are you?
1: Oh yeah. So she's um she's flag, but she's also flag captain. So okay. it's like She's not like
0: captain of the whole color guard, but she's captain of her section. And in this moment, you are, you are practicing, you are twirling your flag, you twirl the flag in front of you. Everyone is dancing. We get these long shots of the cheer routines around you and the flag dancing going on around you. You twirl your flag in front of your face. And in an instant, there he is again
1: a cameraman
0: standing in the doorway there's a camera now now perched on a tripod behind him except now in his hand there is just a big honking fire axe and Mm. like he takes a step into the gym and Like, you look around, you twirl it, you twirl the flag, and it's gone again, and then you twirl the flag in front of your face that third time, and now he's still, he's there fully inside, and the camera is filming all of it, and he's kind of lurching, he's dragging the axe behind him in that very kind of horror movie way, and you look around, no one else is, if anybody else has noticed him, it's either that they haven't, or they just are flat out not reacting.
1: What happens after I'm, I'm, I do my last few spins? What happens when I release the flag to throw it up into the air and it is spinning above me and no longer obscuring my view? What do I see? I think
0: that you just, when you release it, like, and when you, when you lock eyes with the looming, you just see him like lurching and that static. That TV static is just, like, like flooding in behind him. He is completely backlit. It's just that silhouette with the axe, and he is just lurching in. And, like, you feel like the flag should have come down by now, but it just feels like it's floating, and you look up, and it feels like it's twirling in slow motion, and everyone around you is just doing their routines. It's just—it's it's it's a perfectly ordinary practice. No one has seemed to react to this at all. And you are just— staring as 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 he continues to lurch.
1: Um so Jennifer will uh if the flag is still not coming down, she's going to switch her focus and look at him and say, "Hey, creep. <laughs> what are you doing here?" And she's going to grab and like snatch out of the air her mm-hmm. her teammates uh
0: saber which she's also twirling mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. and she's gonna just fucking chuck it at him
0: and you chuck it and straight through this is a horror movie we can get a little gory straight through the throat we we see it go straight through the throat out the other side like and around you, and like he collapses to the floor like like you 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 take this thing out with like uh with with authority But then you look around, and there are burn marks on the walls, as if something has exploded. There are, there are bodies, and there are, and, and like, and you look down, and you are covered in, in blood, and like, you, like, and and in in an instant like a wash over of like muscle pain is standing over you and you know you look down and the saber there's no thing on the saber except for that blood and then you look up and there's just that camera surrounded by that static and then everything has that suddenly everything like all of your movements start to feel choppy in that way that film starts to feel but like everything is just sort of like that that has that vague kind of offness to it and then and you feel like pain and like your ribs are bruised and like like everything is and you hear you hear police sirens outside and suddenly you look around again and there are news crews like trying like you see news crews waving you down trying to get your attention and cameras on you and Like all of the, like all of these people trying to get your attention as you are, as you are wrapped in a, in a blanket. And then suddenly that warmth of that blanket washes over you again. And you realize that that is the warmth of about two dozen eyes staring at you as you have just screamed, creep, hey creep, and thrown a saber. And you look around and the saber is. It's in the throat of one of those CPR dummies. And everybody's just, like, staring at you like, hey, hey Jennifer? Yeah, what? You, you good?
1: No, there's a creep. Keeps trying to film our practices.
0: Uh, it's CPR dummy. He
1: was there. Like, he left, I guess, because I called him out. What? But he's definitely been trying to, like, watch us and, like, creep on us.
0: What – He, he, he left from, from where? The door. He was in the doorway. You notice that the door is like obviously locked, like locked and latched shut from the inside.
1: (sighs) Whatever. I know what I saw. Just (sighs) shut up. Do
0: spins. (laughs) And practice. uh, For as, as I, I think that like we get, we get some shots of like, of like students whispering and like whispers spreading about, but then practice pretty much just picks up as it were exactly where it left off. Mm -hmm. Like things pretty much go exactly back to normal outside of this moment. And as the, as the, as the humdrum of practice kind of picks back up, I think that is where we end our scene. Yes. So do you feel favor or revulsion? Revulsion. Definitely. All right. That is two revulsion and a favor. We have two more scenes. Okay. What's the next, where are we next in our school year?
1: I think, I think that between that last scene and the next one, some time passes.
0: Uh huh.
1: Um, and not too much, but maybe a few weeks or so, uh, to the actual homecoming game itself. We're out on the field. Uh, it's, Nighttime, but there's light coming from those bright fluorescent bleacher lights, uh, hard metal bleachers filled with people. You could see through the slats of the bleachers, kids drinking underneath, Uh um, right under their parents' noses, uh, literally. Uh Um, the color guard team is on the field, like taking their prepared stances, doing a couple practice like throws in free form, waiting uh-huh. for their call time for the actual performance that to start
0: as as I think um I think the coach, I think the I think the coaches are are, are gathering everybody together. uh like it is show time, right? like like the signal has been given uh the the everybody is sitting this the show is underway mm-hmm. and I want to ask you a question sure who is your nemesis who is your least favorite yeah. person
1: um um it's actually it's a it's a boy in the school named Bryce um Bryce is a much older bully that picks on my brother mm. uh and he does not have the audacity to pick on me directly, but somehow uh-huh. because we are the same age, I assume that he is picking on my brother because he does not like me. Uh-huh. Uh and I just I just hate him. I just he's, I don't like his face.
0: And Bryce is Bryce is on on the team. Bryce is on the football team. Uh-huh. It's homecoming game. You're you're putting on you're putting on your mid routine, right? You're twirling the flag, you've thrown the flag in the air, and you notice nobody told you that this was being filmed, that this that this this routine was being filmed and that there are probably eight cameras across like on very like lining both sides of the field. And they are all on tripods and they are all that exact camera that you saw earlier. Yeah. And mm-hmm you just suddenly like you see them and then you suddenly like feel the heat of lights and you look up and there are stage lights lighting you and like everything is just so staged around you and how do you react as you you see like you see the staging you see like lights on uh on kind of the cranes and like hanging and like there is an alarming and an immediate almost out of nowhere amount of production equipment present for the for the for the color guard routines here at the homecoming game
1: um i get more animated and forceful with my with my girls come on ladies toss them and like (laughs) you know like kind of getting everybody hyped and um prepared and in the zone um like, throwing out some extra, like, woos and things
0: every few few beats. And, you know, you feel, and you feel the crowd cheering, you see the cameras rolling, you feel like a star. And then, you know, the cameras linger on the field, like, you go, and the cameras are on the field, and Bryce steps up, and he runs, and (laughs) the first thing that you sense is somebody somebody's gonna get in trouble for this because it looks like a piece of the turf got like pulled up and he just he's doing a running play and he just beefs it like he hits a Mm -hmm. hits a jagged piece of field and just beefs it and like gets up bloody nose goes like off like walks towards walks towards the uh, towards the towards the sidelines towards the like there's the there's kind of the like it's it's this is the this is the multi-sport field, so there are dugouts, even yes. though it's a football field. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and he's walking towards the dugout and you look over, you're you're watching Bryce, and as he's walking, you look and you realize that the dugouts are completely empty, except for this backlit figure that matches these cameras exactly. Mm-hmm and it's just and, and Bryce doesn't see Bryce doesn't see him but he's just there and he kind of does the Michael Myers neck crack a little bit and like picks up his hands to to crack his knuckles a little bit and Bryce is still just walking towards him in that that static you feel you you hear it more than you see it that static starts to fill the air as Bryce is walking towards this dugout what do you do
1: <sighs> what I should have known Um, and she's gonna like play this cool, like lower down her flag and hop up in front of the ladies and like, just kind of like, like give them one last hype, like keep it going girls. And like, like giving them like a little bit of a whoop with her arms. Um, and, uh, and then she's going to put down the flag and run after Bryce.
0: And I think Uh Bryce sees you and is like, Get off the field, loser! And like kind of like starts to like like limp run and is like is like, what are you doing? Get out of here and like stops and kind of like starts gesturing at you as the as the looming like leaves the dugout and starts like walking towards uh Bryce. Like you see him over Bryce's shoulder as Bryce is yelling at you to, to, you're you're making a scene, you're such a weirdo!
1: And uh, she'll yell like, what are you doing with that
0: creep? Why is he always filming us? And like, you you pause you say that and Bryce is like what crit? And like, perns as, as, and, and suddenly it feels like this, it feels like this figure is ten feet tall, looming over both of you. And Bryce, like, Bryce, like, takes a step back, and then the thing reaches out, and you look around, and you don't see him anymore, but you do see Bryce being carried out on a stretcher. Like, eh, alive, but, like, injured. Mm-hmm. Injured bad.
1: mm mm-hmm. I, like, hover over Bryce's stretcher, like, what What happened? What? What happened?
0: Yeah, uh, the 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 turf was torn up. He he went down. He went down bad. Were you not? Were you not paying attention? Where's the that creep? Okay, look. I know you don't like him, but he just got injured. Not Bryce. The other creep. The creep. Bryce was just talking to in the dugout. What other creep? He just wiped out. He just face planted on the turf. Jennifer, you need to go home. You are you. This. I know this homecoming dance was important to you. But it's getting to your head. You're stressing out. You are. You are having. You are having. You're having a meltdown. You need to. You need to take some time. You need to go home.
1: <sighs> fine, fine. And uh, Jennifer will um, go back over and gather her flag up and and head home.
0: And I think that the, we the, we we end our scene with just the long drive of you heading home, all street lit. We 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 see occasional shots of the ho- the, the 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 ambulance driving Bryce to the hospital. Are you feeling favor or revulsion?
1: I think.
0: De- Describe favor for me
1: one more time.
0: Favor is if you feel positive about your your interaction. With this, uh, with this entity, my goal is the terror is to present you with, uh, with things to, to kind of encourage you to, when the moment comes to, to let me, let the, let the fullness of my presence into this world. I am trying to specifically entice you mm-hmm. into allowing when, when, when we finally come face to face after our next scene, My goal is to, uh, and we're going to do that by drawing, by drawing some cards and comparing our values to see how it plays out, which is going to be based on favor and revulsion tokens. I am trying to present you with a world in which you letting me through the gate is the best possible thing that can happen.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say favor in the, after this. I think that she feels like she's this close to Confronting this guy who is clearly a creep and Mm -hmm. is clearly Bryce definitely saw. So she's ready.
0: All right. So then where is our next and final scene before the confrontation?
1: Bryce's hospital room in the evening. Jennifer left class uh, early, skipped practice. Uh, and made it to the hospital. Um, to visit with Bryce, and uh, brings a very cheap little flowered uh, uh potted plant from the gift shop downstairs.
0: Uh, Bryce, you get the word you're allowed in, and Bryce, he's bad. He's banged up real, real bad, and he's banged up in a way. Like he's bruised and and bandaged in a way that like, no matter how bad he face planted, it would not look like this. And he kind of like like looks over at you at the front of bed and like gives kind of a smile. And is like, hey, thanks for coming, Bryce. You did not fall.
1: What happened? Why are they telling me that you fell?
0: Are they saying that I fell?
1: Yeah, those dweebs with the stretcher told me that you face-planted because you tripped over some astroturf. It's complete malarkey is what I'm saying. I saw that creep in the dugout. You were like walking right toward him like you
0: knew him. Do you know him? No, I – I thought – you came running, I thought you knew- you- you were- you were yelling, I didn't even see him there until you pointed him out and then- I was- I thought maybe you were coming so I could say thank you for fighting him off and- I wanted to see if everybody was okay, I know that it got messy and-
1: I didn't even get a chance to fight him, I wish I got to fight him, I wanna throw my fist right in his stupid little face, break his dumb camera.
0: And as you're saying that, the t- the hospital TV comes on, and there is a news report that says, uh, local hero stops- local hero stops, uh, stops homecoming horror show massacre, and, like- you're, you, you look on the TV and there is, there is a shot or shots of you swinging a flag and bashing this, this figure and like news reports in an interview with you where it just says like, Jennifer, local hero. Jennifer, what are you talking about? You I, saved everybody.
1: Well, okay, okay, okay. If I entertain for a minute that I actually did that. Then where is he? Where is his stupid dead body and his broken, ugly
0: camera? And he kind of like sits for a minute and Bryce like leans back and sits for a minute and then like the hospital, because he can't even lift himself, the hospital bed lifts him up. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't find a body?
1: As soon as you were carried out on that stretcher, he was gone and everybody was acting like nothing happened. Like you just tripped and fell.
0: No, but we- you- you fought- everybody saw- you fought. And there had to be- there has to be a body. There has to- And he leans back. And in the same way that James Dean's face did earlier, like his eyes are over your shoulder and just his face is like sinking in terror. I turn around. There he is in the doorway, camera over the shoulder, looking perfectly fine, just filming this, static bleeding into the room around him.
1: I yoink an IV pole from next to Jason's bed, and I just grab it in my hands, and I say, What?
0: And takes the camera, moves it, sets it on a tripod. Takes a step towards you and waits for your next action.
1: So which is it? Did I kick your ass, or do I need to kick your ass right now?
0: Uh, looks to the camera and you see a different news report. Like the, the static buzzes on the TV and a different news report buzzes. A local hometown hero stops Stalker, stops Stalker Gym Invasion. And we see you we see you stab it like a shot of you like holding the sword and like shivering and rushing and like a fight unfolding, and still news reports and people and interviews and all these other things, and you recognize the burn marks on the wall, you recognize the you recognize the blood that's where you were earlier, you know you saw that mm-hmm. But you sure don't, like, you, like, and, and the news report is, is reporting on it exactly like it happened. And again, all the, every image of you is labeled as, like, hometown hero, as the, the, the person responsible for, for, for saving everyone as it le- takes another step towards you.
1: I'm not Bryce's biggest fan, but if you take one more step, I will kick your ass. And I will remember it this time.
0: And. It stops, and he looks at the camera, and he looks up at the stage lights that are hanging that you just now notice are above you, and he looks at you. And I think that this is the moment that I want to call for, mm-hmm. uh, as this feels like this is the perfect moment to call yes. for the uh, the end game mechanic. Yes. for us to figure out how this goes down. Yes. All right. So here's how this is gonna go. Uh do you have by chance a deck of cards in front of you?
1: I do actually have one right
0: here. I have a tarot deck that we'll have to do. So here is how this is going to go. Uh oh first off, a uh, favor or revulsion?
1: For that, um favor.
0: Okay. So that means uh that means uh, we have gathered up the tokens of favor and revulsion. There are three tokens of favor and two of revulsion. Correct. Uh, we are going to shuffle our deck of cards. There is only one Joker in the deck. Okay. So I am going to... I mean, make sure of that. Yes. Let me take a moment. Set aside all of my major arcana except for one. So what is going to happen is we are each going to draw a card. And then for each favor token, uh, uh for each favor token, I am going to draw an additional card. And for each revulsion, uh, token, you are going to draw an additional card. So you are going to draw three cards, and I am going to draw four cards. Okay. Okay. As I ask you this, because traditionally we would draw from a shared deck of cards, but I'm going to ask you this up as I'm going to ask you this up front. Since traditionally we would draw from a shared deck of cards, did you draw the Joker? No, I did not. Okay, I'm drawing four cards. Now, uh, we are going to uh, compare the values of the cards, where two is the lowest and ace is the highest. Uh, So I have a six, a two, a three, and a seven. So my highest value is a seven.
1: I have two threes and a six.
0: Okay. (laughs) Um, if the terror has the highest card. Uh, the human invites them in, uh, which means uh, describe what it means. So this is where now we describe what it means to invite uh, the terror into the world. She spins
1: the IV pole like she would a flag and says, "What? what's the we curse on this podcast? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just checking. Uh, she spins it. and She says, Get over here you ugly motherfucker. <laughs> and like lifts up the IV pole ready to strike at him. And
0: he he lunges. Like he he full on lunges and there is a brawl that breaks out. Yeah. And um I think uh I think I I think Bryce has to die. I think I think Bryce has to die. Yeah. <laughs> like like there is and and Bryce Bryce probably dies ugly is the thing. Like Gets, like, stabbed with a scalpel or something, like, something gruesome. Because, like, I'm imagining that- I imagine that what, uh, letting in the looming looks like a little bit is- (sighs) Accepting your- your place as the- as the protagonist in a horror- Like, in a- in an 80s slasher movie.
1: Yeah. I think that what happens is that, um- I think that she fights him. I think that, I think that she probably does, quote unquote, beat him uh-huh. and and kill him. I would like, based on all of this like notoriety that's been playing in the background of this entire outcome, uh-huh. I would like. I think. I think it would make sense if, upon him dying, like. This, like, this never happened, Mm -hmm. and no one knows, and there's no, there's zero uh, recollection from friends, family, there's no news coverage, there's nothing to validate that this Mm -hmm. happened.
0: And I think that the, the terrifying other half of that is you become... In some other cosmic, like, a cosmic, like, semi-supernatural way, you become a local, like, celebrity. Like, like those, the footage of the, of the color guard stuff, like, gets picked up, and like, it's a huge hit, and like, it drives, it, you know, it, 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 you become, like, the star of the show, and like, you are, you are the most popular person in school. And nobody can really explain why it just kind of happened one day. Yeah. And you just have this distinct set of memories of this horrifying fight that you had.
1: Bryce continues to hate me.
0: Mm hmm. Uh, the, my. I, I, I think I wanna, I wanna, I wanna put a twist on that ever so slightly. Okay. Bryce is afraid of you. Yeah. Bryce stops fucking with you. But only because Bryce is like actively like avoiding you, yeah. And like you never get to like ask him, but like it seems like he might actually remember what you did that day.
1: Bryce might remember remembers dying. dying for all you know. Yeah, Ugh. but she'll never, she'll never find out.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I think that the closing note is you know this is this is this is years later. Uh, you're, uh, uh, they're in college, right? Like, Jennifer is, is off at school. They're, they're, they're grown up. They are, they are, they are, in, you know, they've moved out of town and she is exploring. And you're chatting with a, with a, with a, with a fellow, like, classmate. And they mention one day, Hey, do you see a, do you see a camera over there?
1: I flip around like it was yesterday,
0: and I think that's exactly where we leave it. Beautiful. Ah! <laughs> that was sick. That, that was, was awesome. <laughs> oh, that kicked ass! I'm so happy with exactly how that went. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for playing this with me. This was incredible.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: I am. Uh, I am buzzing. This. This was amazing. That was so good. <laughs> oh. So real quick, before we wrap up, where can people find you and your work online?
1: Super Dylan. You can find me everywhere online at Super Dylan. Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok,
0: all the, all the places. Ah, uh, this, uh, <laughs> goddammit, this was cool. This I, was this, cool. <laughs> this is exactly what I wanted. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. Thank you so much for joining me for this game. Uh, and for now, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Woo! Take a future, me. Thanks, past me. And thanks again to Diana for coming on the show. Fuck that game was fun. It was cool and weird and scary and horrifying and exciting and I just loved playing it so so much. I'm so so happy that it's out there in the world. Uh, this game rips. I love this game. You should head to harpydora.itch.io. That's h a r p y d o r a.itch.io, or check the show notes for your own copy of Things Eldritch and Terrifying, and be sure to go follow Diana on Twitter at superdillin. That's super d i l l i n. Then, while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. Like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a nice iTunes review, a Podbean review, a Podchaser review, a Spotify review. I don't know. They all do reviews these days. Just review it somewhere. Uh, you can also support the show financially at patreon.com slash jeffstormer or ko slash jeffstormer. Or just give us some love on social media you know, recommend the show to a friend, whatever you do to help us grow and find new listeners and do bigger, better, and cooler things. You can also check out our merch store at bit.ly slash one merch and pick up a cool Party of One logo t-shirt or the Future Me Past Me shirt designed by Caro Assertion. Um, or you can head to bit.ly slash partyof1 discord to talk about the show, talk about your favorite episodes, uh, you know, wrestling and gritty, all those things. And lastly, if you're looking for another podcast to listen to, if you got to the end of this one and you're like, God, I wish I just had another hour... Check out All My Fantasy Children, a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast wherein every week, my best friend Aaron Catano-Saez and I take a listener-submitted prompt. We spin it into an original fantasy character and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday-ish at oneshotpodcast.com. The show is part of the OneShot Podcast Network. Now, as for Party of One, this show is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Snormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by MegaRan featuring the d Sluggers, and the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates coming onto the show as a guest or about press coverage of the show, you can email me at partyof1podcast at gmail.com. And... I think that's all we do here, so until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody.